0: Okay, so this episode is, you know, I I recorded this morning with a friend, my friend, Matt. um, And, uh, you know, I I recorded and I got off the recording and my phone, you know, was blowing up. This morning I ignored my phone. So I just, uh, I just, uh, when I, after the recording, I I looked looked at my phone and there was just like massive amounts of people sending me screenshots and. You know nonsense from um, some page, some red corn page talking nonsense. Um, you know, so this this recording is is it's addressing the, this all this nonsense that's going on online about you know people coming at me over that tweet that that the native tweet. You know, <laughs> um, so. If you, you know, if you don't want to hear it, then just, you can click off, it's fine. But if you want to hear it, it's fine. I'll, I'll address it, you know. So I'm still going to post a recording before I, before I, you know, found out these things. But, you know, this Red Corn person and other people have been coming on the uh, the podcast. Uh, very condescending, you know. And I, um I, um. So you know that's this that's the tactic of these people that are claimed to be detribalized. They can't. They claim to be, you know, uh, they don't know their native or not ancestor DNA test. That, this is their tactic. You know, they can't have a public conversation, so they gotta have like slanderous posts, slanderous comments, slanderous harassing nonsense on social media. The the the, the, the um the behavior on social media itself is just disgusting. Right? Then we have like, you know, these kids thinking they're like, you know, they project their toxic behavior on the internet. But, you know, so they, this person, it started with this person, you know, talking, making assumptions about what I said on podcast, saying I'm a Northern native, even though my family's also native from Mexico, indigenous people from Mexico. Like, like these are things that, you know, really, it's really weird to me. You know, for these people to, uh, they, they they have to create this like, um, they have to create me as this weird persona that I can't talk, I can't be talked to, you know, and all this nonsense. So, I think, um, I, I'm going to talk about right now before I I put the second part of the the episode is you know the second part is is these two kids that have. Uh, been following me for months, you know, I tried I tried to have a conversation with them. And, you know, one of the kids is super great. So first off, one of the kids is, is an army. It tells you a lot. You know, the, the behavior of like somebody that's trying to be indigenous, talking about decolonization, but is in the service right now, to me is an oxymoron, right? It's, it's weird. And it's, you know, how can you talk about decolonization, but, you know, have this job. And I know I served, but I got out because you know I was you know there, there's so much this. I got out for reasons, you know, my own reasons, and I, I joined for reasons too. But you know this kid, you know, is just nonstop on my ass, and um, you know I'm not even gonna name his name or his or his really like poorly, poor, poorly educated, poorly made podcast because it's just so disgusting. Um, but this kid, you know. Uh, from the beginning thought he was going to dunk on me, you know, like if you're going to dunk on me, do it to my face. Don't do it on, on you know, like on some random backdoor post. And, you know, I started getting, you know, Native people started getting, Native people from Mexico started getting a word of this kid, you know, and I, you know, especially the women, uh, and I think, um, I start getting screenshots about this kid talking about my blood quantum, you know, like, oh, you know, he's one, he's one-eighth or whatever. And like, how does this kid think he knows my blood quantum? It's weird, right? And judging me about my blood quantum, even though it's not correct, I don't know where he's getting that, right? And and then saying that I used to be a Chicano, which I never claimed to be a Chicano, never. Like I I have like episode where I, I talk about it several times, you know. And then I turn my back and on, on, on Chicanos and blah blah blah. It, it's just such nonsense, you know. I think, um, you know, I, I it's, it's this nonsense. You know, it, these kids are nonsense, you know, and they they do it in a very coward way. What, what that's why they have their, their their little podcast and you know. And then you know, I start getting screenshots like, oh look we beat the colonized Buffalo because we have more followers, even though YouTube is like my smallest, uh, you know, audience, you know, but they thought they, they were dunking on me. They were just constantly trying to dunk on me, you know, and it was just like very pathetic, you know, people, people say me stuff all the time. And I was just like, why are these kids so fixated? So I did contact, you know, this Lakota person that came on the podcast and on their podcast and try to have a conversation that person never replied i wasn't trying to get that person fired or anything like that whatever you know slanderous whatever but there's some misinformation you know this person spoke some good stuff but there was just some misinformation about you know um uh you know what what that person said, and you know I'm not trying to dunk on that person. Maybe we can have a conversation. You know, and that person never responded, so whatever. You know, th- these people will try to make me uh, say that I was trying to get whatever, whatever. You know, but that's the whole history behind this podcast. There was there's constantly like 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 P- Chicanos or anybody, you know, that will come and they will try to silence me. And it's weird because just have a conversation with me. Like you don't have to get get to the point where you can like, you are obsessing over me. You don't. You just have a conversation. You know, like I had Dr. Ria Riel on the show and I consider her a good friend. And I I have other Chicanos on the show and I, they're, they're really good friends of mine. I don't dislike Chicanos. That's not my thing. Actually... This purpose of this podcast is is so we can work together, Native people and Chicanos. I've said this many times, you know. But these people want to twist, you know, you know, reality and my words in a way where, you know, it fits them and they and they think they're gonna win. And I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop doing this podcast, you know. And but I'm okay. I'm okay, you know. Answering questions, and I am okay having people on that disagree to, to see why, to show people why. Because if we don't have these conversations, then you know, it's, if it's just like, oh, that person's a piece of shit, you know, then it's, it's not it's not really like productive. But you know, with the moment you're like posting about my blood quantum, my alleged blood quantum, you know, you you, you know, you're talking about my kids, and you know, this, this kids from the podcast didn't do it, but other people in the past they were talking about my kids, you know, they were talking, they gave away my wife's phone number and had like dudes calling my wife, saying nasty shit, perverted shit to my wife. Like this is things that they don't talk about, you know, and all they will say is he deserves that. Why do I deserve? Why does why does my wife deserve to get calls? Calls from dudes saying perverted shit to her because they disagree with me? That to me is really disgusting, right? And I really believe in the slippery slope. I have this this theory called the slippery slope theory. So there's always one person online that says something and the next person takes it a little too far. And the next person after that takes it a little too far. And this is why I don't have call out. I don't believe in calling somebody out. And this is very, very extreme, right? Um, But I had people post my address, post my picture and say, shoot this dude's house because I spoke about chicanismo. Now, do I deserve that? Why couldn't these people? These people didn't even have a conversation with me. They just said, "Hey, here's his address. Here's his picture. Show up his house." That's fucked up, you know. And th- these people are, are doing this. They're, they're still doing it. They're getting people hyped up, more hyped up against me. When it's like, it's not even. It's not even that deep, dude. What I'm saying. It's not even that deep, you know. It's it's not, and. It's it's fucked because you know I feel like it's getting to the point where like lawsuits might have to happen because you know the, the, the amount of nonsense these dudes are saying my name and they're saying nonsense. It's just you know it's hard. It's hard because I, I try to have a dialogue you know, and they don't want to have, and they'll, and they, and they, and they will like mental gymnastics themselves, you know, like, oh, I don't want to, because, because he said this and he said that, like, this is after like, you know, um, I said, you know, you said all this shit about my blog, quantum, you're trying to dunk on me for followers. You try to like all this nonsense, all this nonsense stuff. And then, but you want to focus on the stuff that I did. Come on, guy, like, if we're going to have, if we're going to, you know, go, uh, have a conversation, we should at least acknowledge what we, what we both said. I'll acknowledge what I said and what I did, but are you gonna acknowledge your, your part? Like, if you don't wanna, and if you don't wanna have the conversation, then, then just leave me the fuck alone. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, what's your obsession with me, right? Because because I, I, I have, have a deeper understanding of of all these issues than you, like, is because, you, you you know, I don't understand. That's the thing. So I think, you know, and they will try to mental gymnastics, anything, anything uh, against this podcast. Like Obrick is a Northern native. Even though I was born in Mexico, you know, Spanish was my first language. My family are indigenous people from Mexico, you know, and and it's wild, you know? and they but they, they won't they won't say that they'll say like oh he wasn't raised around this and that but you know that's a whole different conversation and i don't discriminate against people that don't that know their native and don't know their culture that's not that's not for me to judge i'm always talking about people that don't know at all at all that don't know their their native at all you know but they won't say that they'll just say hey he's discriminating against people that don't know their culture as much a lot of natives don't know their culture as much like a bunch of Comanches. Ninety-five percent of Comanches don't even under, don't even know their the language. So how, you know, like, who am I to judge on that? Our language or culture? I'm not, you know. But these people, again, they they try to find you know anything and everything to like discredit indigenous voices. And to me, that's like a seller tactic. You know, they can say, "Oh, this guy's colonizing. He's being colonial, whatever." You know, but. In, At the end of the day, if you can have a conversation with another native person that disagrees with you, what are you doing? And if you're trying to silence indigenous Indigenous person, that's telling, right? I'm not trying to silence them. I'm trying to have a conversation with them and they are absent, is absent. you know, it's, it's telling, you know, these people are telling they, uh, just like we were about to hear the recording I did with my friend, Matt. And it's, it's telling, uh, it's hard. This conversation is hard because, um, since I've been having it, I've been talking about this for 15 years, man, like 15 years, I'll be talking about this, uh, publicly, you know, and, and it's like, There's always a new a new kid on the block that's like thinks he's macho and he's gonna like save us all because he just found out he's maybe native and it's just like, oh my God. And then and then he goes around attacking, you know, you know, native people that just don't agree with him, them, you know, and it's just it's disgusting. You know, these people um they can't have conversations, they can't, they can't have dialogue, it's all telling. You know, I'm okay having dialogue, but I'm not, I'm not going to cater to condescending comments on my profile. I'm not like, I'm just going to block. Like I said, like it's, it's a waste of my time. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, like, hey, you know, this is my life story. Am I native? I'm not going, I'm not going to even acknowledge that. That's not even for me to, to, you know, I'm talking when, you know, when I talk is about systemic issues, not about you as an individual. You, you you know please understand that so you know these kids that um wanna like be obsessed with me like they, they you know i live i live rent free in their head that's cool man like good for you you know um sucks to be you you know because i'm really chill to talk to you and you're the one that' you know you you know they can't have it so um it's it's telling it's telling when people can't can't respond it's telling when people can't uh It can have dialogue, and they, you know they will always have dialogue with with the people that agree with them, you know. And and that's the problem. I'm inviting anybody, everybody to come on here that that disagrees with me. Do it, you know. Just there's not going to be name calling. It's going to be super chill. It's going to be a conversation. You know, that's it. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, fighting or you know, belittling or none of that stuff. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the the, syst- the systemic issues, you know. So so you know, I hope you know people understand that I'm not going anywhere. You're not gonna cancel me. It's, it's you're not gonna cancel me for having uh, really a deep analysis on indigeneity that you know and you know if you're if you're judging me or you're assuming I'm saying stuff, tough shit on you man, like everybody that knows me personally nobody nobody thinks i'm like denying indigeneity to anybody you know anybody and if especially you know people are saying i i don't recognize people south of the board who the fuck i don't know who the fuck made that shit it's funny i never said that shit i never said that shit right so i I don't know. And like, oh, listen to your episode. Yeah, I know. I, I'm the one that said it. I listened to my episodes two or three times before I post them. So tell me, where, where did I say that? I I didn't. I'm talking about people that don't know if they're native. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Not not people that know they're native, but they're disconnected from the culture. That's and they're native. I don't care. They're, that's, they're native. I don't see them, you know, as not native. Some people might have different different opinion on community is fine and i don't even talk about that much about the community aspect i talk about other stuff that just this isn't a podcast don't let people you know you, if you believe the nonsense then just unsubscribe you know um it's fine i don't care you know this this podcast is just to bring a perspective that's it so uh yeah thank you for listening and you know if you have questions please um ask, but I'm not gonna tolerate condescending allegations, condescending comments. So, yeah, thank you. Okay, well, here we have another episode. Um, This episode is a really quick response to um, a tweet I did, and I have my friend, Matt, with me. Matt, do you wanna say hi? hey everybody what's up yeah so matt's just a friend of mine um i'm looking for my tweet real quick um and it's about um i'm probably gonna edit this out so give me a second <laughs> um Man, it was pretty far back. All right, here it goes. All right, so the tweet was about, you know, not all Mexicans are indigenous, but a majority of us are, but don't know it. You know, that quote is a way to let people that don't know if they're indigenous to misappropriate indigeneity because of phenotype. That's wrong. These people will push this as their detribalized native narrative. Um, I've been talking about this subject about detribalized natives for like a long time, like like well over a decade, you know? And, um, you know, if you're new to this podcast, I would recommend you listening to, you know, episodes, uh, I think it's 81. And yeah, episodes 81, I don't even have my stuff Let me together. This is how spontaneous it is. It's just, I, I don't have all my stuff together. You know, the purpose of this is to, you know, I have these conversations. Yeah, it's episode, episode 81, to have them archived. And so people can hear why, you know, I critique Chicanismo, you know, and because there's some stuff within Chicanismo that could be considered anti-Indigenous or anti anti-Black as well. You know, and I, I will bring these other voices, you know, that you know, more voices to bring on the show to highlight these critiques, you know. And um, so you know, there's you know, you have to hear these opinions for yourself. You can't hear sound bites, you know, you can't hear just some of it. Some of these conversations are really long and they have taken, you know, like decades to, you know, happen and even longer, longer. People have been talking about it. Other people have been talking about it longer than I have, you know? Um, and I think, yeah. So Matt, do you want to say anything before I continue?
1: Well, I just want to say that these conversations are always volatile because uh, everybody feels very strongly about about their stance on it a lot of people who consider themselves be tribalized indigenous people think that like uh indigenous nations are trying to keep their culture from them so it's just like uh it's a touchy subject but i mean it's still important to have these conversations so that everybody in nowhere you know where everybody stands and and the meaning behind terms and all that stuff. I mean, all
0: this stuff is important to talk about. And I agree. That's the thing. You know, I, I try to reach out to people that I feel are giving or putting out this information. Now, a lot of them are really, like, aggressive, you know? And then I, you know, I put up a wall because the amount of aggressiveness that is happening, you know, know during these conversations then i just block i'll I'll be honest like the last couple days i've been blocking a lot of people because they come on the the, you know the social medias and they they assume things like oh am i not native because i'm from south side of the border i never said that you know like oh there's no such things as like people that lost their you know connection to their community i never said that you know if i if you people hear the recordings or the episodes they would see that I, I acknowledged that, you know, but what I'm talking about when I talk about detribalized natives are people that don't know if they're native or not. Right. And these people right. are putting their voices. Uh, first off, first off, they're, they're assuming they're native because of phenotype. Right. And then on top of that, they're putting the voices in front of native people's, that have you know are in community that have their language that have their cultures intact and in mexico you know and that is dangerous you know because you know we have people that are fighting cellular colonization and and these people that are just very you know they want to find a community and i understand that but sometimes they can't you know and and then they end up being you know, putting out this information because the stuff they get is from the Internet, and there's a lot of stuff wrong about indigeneity on the Internet, you know, and I think um, it's just really, like you said, it's really touchy, you know, and for example, you know, there, there's this person out there there is giving out decolonization classes, right, Like decolonized classes, whatever it's called, and for like $220, Right, and this per this person yeah. repeatedly admits has admitted online, you know, that they don't know if they're indigenous or not, but yet they are charging people for mis you know misinformation like really odd talking points, and you know things that people should not be paying for at all, you know, and, and you know, and it's. And then when Native people, because I know other Native people, not just me, um, confront people like this, like, hey, man, you're exploiting. This is exploitation. They will say, they will dismiss Native voices, Native critiques, you know, silence us, dismiss us. And to me, that's the most seller thing you can do. You know, if you don't know you're Native, then Native people are, are giving you critiques on your, on your behavior and then you silence us, that's not, that's not right. It's not, it's not an in, in indigenous way, you know, they might act all indigenous, you know, and be like, look at my, look at how I, you know, my earrings or my, you know, this is, you know, I, I'm, you know, really aggressive about it. And that's not, that's not a way to prove yourself or, or even like, I don't know, it's just weird to me, you know? And then they, that's again, awesome. they, they, go ahead, so, sorry.
1: Oh, no, I was just saying that also decolonize, decolonization is a very specific thing. So if you aren't like a native person and you're talking about decolonization, like I've seen people talk about decolonization as like growing a garden or like growing uh, food just like anti-establishment stuff is decolonization now. And I'm just like, that's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> Like, that's not, like, that's why I say, like, the definition of these terms are, like, very important because otherwise it gets uh, diluted and it can be made to fit narratives and um, just all sorts of ridiculous things that are going on right now. Like, uh, there was, it it was free, but there were classes in uh, San Antonio a few years ago where people would come learn how to decolonize them. As far as I know, like, it was not led by Native people. So for people who said that they were Indigenous because they were brown or, you know, just stuff like that. And so, like, they would they would uh, do things like, oh, we're going to talk in Spanish because we don't want to use the colonizer's language. And, like, Spanish is also a colonizer's language. <laughs> So I'm just like I don't know. Yeah, I, I went to a few of these classes, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to confront them right there, especially since I'm, you know, very light skin and white passing and everything. But I'm just like, man, like this is not what decolonization.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. That's the thing. So going back to you know, I, I do want to address the detribalized. So going back, you know, there's this, there's, there's there's room for ripe for exploitation. You know, and all these people that bring up these, like, really weird talking points, especially against the podcast, and especially against me, which I will address, you know, are dismissing the critiques to these talking points. You know, they're 100% dismissive. There's exploitation. 100% there is. So You know, that's why Native people in Canada and the U.S. are standing up against race shifters, right? They, They say Jessica Krug that pretended to be black, or oh, Rachel Dolezal, same thing, claimed to be black, right? And Michelle Latimer, that claimed to be native. And there's other people, you know, that are being exposed all the time, man. And, and it's hard because it's, you know, growing up, you, you know, we... We see and hear about these people. I talk about this experience and other episodes, which I don't I don't even want to address here because I, I repeatedly talk about them. My experiences with race shifters, you know, and it's, and I see my friends that experience it they, themselves and it's heartbreaking because, you know, they, they lose jobs. You know, they lose opportunities, grants, they lose, you know, uh, a way of life because these people take these spaces, and then 20 years later, 10 years later, they get exposed as fake, you know, in the space they should have not been in the first place. Saying stuff that they should not right. be saying in the first place. And that is hard, right? Yeah. So, you know, when people say, oh, everybody that's a shade of brown Mexico is is de-tribalized," to me it's lazy and it's like the anti-black, right? Because it dismisses uh, black history in Mexico, you know, and, 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 and it's, it, it, you know, it dismisses the colonial migration policy of Mexico, you know, and it's just, there's so much to this. I'm going to bring episodes about this. It's just, to me, it's just the, the most like vague laziness, laziest, uh, way to like claim indigeneity is just by phenotypes. You know, um, so I, I'll say this, this is the one thing I would say. For me. Our sovereignty is important. Uh, so how can we decolonize this continent is by promote promoting the, the sovereignty of indigenous communities. Sovereignty is not an individual thing. It's not. You can't claim your indigenous sovereignty as an individual. That's not that's not a thing, okay? That's not you you. That's hyper individualism brought to you by you know uh, colonization and capitalism. You're not going you're not going to decolonize, you know, um, as an individual like like that's not how it's going to come about. People should read "Decolonization is Not a Metaphor" by Toki Yang, and that's the most basic thing for decolonization. It's a how to not decolonize, right? And people still do it. They don't yeah. read the article. You know, a lot of people that claim they're, oh, look, I'm, I'm using scholarly things to claim my um, indigeneity totally ignore indigenous scholars. They totally ignore indigenous scholars and instead head for like Spanish, Spanish, you know, archives and Spanish, you know, non-native scholars. It's really, to me, it's odd. You know, wouldn't you want to hear indigenous critiques? You know, of of indigeneity, or, or why would you base your indigeneity on the Catholic Church or or the Spanish? To me, it's weird. Yeah, you it's, know, it, it's it's odd. It's like, a,
1: it's, like this, it's this thing we have going on right now where people will say, "Well, I'm going to do my research," but really, all they do is find information to back up what they already found.
0: Exactly. I don't know. like so that's a thing. So, that's a thing. I don't oh, go know. Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. I I've shared I've shared the decolonization It's not a metaphor article. And then like a lot of people will be like, oh, this is long. It's like, well just read it. It's not the, it's like 20, uh, fifteen pages, fourteen pages, like just it's not it's
0: a, it's a chapter.
1: <laughs> just read.
0: <laughs> I yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I, I I agree. It, well it's it's a good like 20 minute read, I think depends how fast people read, you know. And I, this is why I try to have these podcasts is because, you know, I, I understand some people have trouble reading, you know, and or some people are not are like in academia and it's hard because I even though I went through academia, I hate reading, I hate, I hate it. But I, I you know, I force myself and I because I obviously have to go through academia and uh, I'm a really slow reader. Right. And I because I cool. highlight everything, everything I read, like if I read like 10 pages and I'll remember better if I highlight it and I have like color coded highlighters. So it's like I have like six different colors. Right. So I, I'm a really slow reader. It was really tough going to law school because. um, You know, it, it's just <laughs> going through hundreds of pages a day of reading and then having to highlight every every small thing, you know, in different colors. So I think, you know, So I have these episodes so people can just listen to them as they're driving, cooking, whatever, man, you know. And um, I think, you know, going back a little bit, I think, you know, we have to. Yeah, there is people that possibly lost their connection. There's no doubt about that. I've never said there, there wasn't. Right. But first, the first thing is first, we need to empower the native communities. With their sovereignty, and replace those communities and and, and that governing power with uh, you know uh, and replace it replace a settler state, you know replace a settler state with native 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 sovereignty, right? That's decolonization. is eradicating the settler state and replacing it with native governance. You know, and in the U.S. it's a lot easier because we have stronger sovereignty even though it's not as strong as we want it to be, but it's, it's stronger, right? So we have uh, tribal or native um, governments, we have native economies, we have native laws, native courts, right? And in Mexico, not so much, right? So a yeah. lot of these people that if you notice that they talk about um, decolonizing themselves, never talk, about native sovereignty. And if to talk about native sovereignty, it's always through an individualist lens, very hyper settler individualist lens. They never talk about, you know, the sovereignty of these communities, you know, creating, having these communities create laws and empowering these laws if they if they do have laws, you know, I want to bring some some people from from Mexico, they're indigenous, to talk about this stuff on the show. I'm I'm, you know, I'm, I'm it's in the works. It's in the works. You know, I can't You know just rush people or you know but you know these things are conversations are coming so you really have people have to really be careful about the message people bring you know and when it comes to sovereignty it's just like me Uh, my family's indigenous also from Mexico you know but there's a possibility that they might say we're not going to count you as part of our community because you don't live here or whatever reason they want to give you know and that you know, I I want to have to bite the bullet because you know what's what's more important is their sovereignty. It's not my ego. It's not my you know my anything that's you know um, that I for me it's not because their sovereignty is more important than me, right? And I think right. um, you know that's that's what we need to do as, as you know if we want to be allies to native people. You know what I'm saying to other native communities as well. You know, and I think, um, and people, before anybody says, oh, this dude's talking about blood quantum, again, don't assume. I, I've talked against blood quantum throughout throughout my whole time on this podcast. It's been nonstop anti blood quantum, right? So, like I said, people yeah,
1: shoot it. I've never heard anyone talk more shit against blood quantum than you. Like, you're always against. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. And that's the thing. People, people, they will mistake, you know, black quantum is not synonymous to like our sovereignty. It's not. That's something that happened because they, you know, the sellers tried to give allotments, break down the reservations into allotments into individual natives, into allotments to native people. So they can break away from community, so they can become more individualistic. People need to know, understand this history. That itself is a whole episode, right? And right. I think, I think you know, and people don't understand. They don't know this history. They don't know, you know, these, these theories from native people. So they just, I guess they they just project their fears on the podcast and I can understand it to a point, but you know, there's there's a, at the same time, I don't have to, you know, acknowledge people's aggressiveness. I don't have to respond. I don't, you're not going to, you know, I'm not going to like start debating people because you tagged me on random posts. I'm not going to do that. It's not, it's not, it's a waste of my time. Yeah. You know, if people want to come on the podcast to, talk about hey i heard something you said can you please explain it i'm more than happy to bring anybody on the show to to talk about this these you know questions they have and i i i'm looking for it like i'm actually looking for people to give me like questions I can, I can have a really short segment you know like hey what do you think about this and then we can have a conversation at the end like um you know which i have a question for you okay so when-
1: so uh yeah, so as you know, I've been talking to like non native people about indigenous sovereignty and uh decolonization and the way I've like described like decolonization uh, to to people is it's basically the indigenous nations of this land here, like overtaking the government or replacing the government and Restoring it back to the way it should have been, as if it was not if it, as if it was never colonized. Because I mean, the shit happened. But I mean, just like restoring their sovereignty to where they have control over the land and everything like that. And also, like um, in terms of people who are not natives, uncolonizing is basically where you just start to realize that this isn't for you. <laughs> like it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not yours. Like if you want to uh overthrow the government and and, and like uh put a, put in your own constitution or whatever that's just like a continuation of settler colonialism so like you gotta uh learn you gotta uncolonize your mindset to where you're just like not trying to to uh continue these genocidal colonial practices is that is that like a good way to describe it to people or am i or where can I improve on that or
0: yeah let me let me address some stuff so I think colonization for me is eradicating the seller state one hundred percent eradicating it right um I don't think we should like take it over because that's it's kind of weird it's not ours you know it's maybe you know we, it's. I don't think it that would that would work um you know and I, I'm totally against that, know, I didn't, that. I didn't you know.
1: necessarily mean I didn't necessarily mean that like native people would like go into the White House and be like, okay, we're we'll running things. Now I meant like more like the U.S. government would be dismantled or dissolved, yeah. And then like the indigenous nations would have like a confederation or a meeting or something, and then they would decide how to go from there.
0: Yeah, and I agree with that. That's the thing. Exactly. And I've, ta- I've, I've talked about this yeah. for. I talked about this for a de- over a decade. Is my, my view of decolonization is like um, having a Congress or some kind of like Senate body where there's one representative from each like community. And, you know, we also have to talk about, you know, black re- representation, because some of them, s- some black people were brought here, you know, um, you know, their ancestors were brought here to you know as slaves. And it's also Chinese people were brought here, you know, fucked up too. So we we you know in, in the same time we can't uh, you know not have solidarity for everybody else, you know, refugees, you know, migrants, people that are not settlers, you know. Um how can they participate in this decolon- decolonial government um without uh us, you know, excluding them. And I think those are questions that are, are really, you know, long questions, really hard questions, you know, and I think ultimately my thing is advocating for indigenous sovereignty, right? Um, Because after the settler state is gone, our sovereignty is still gonna exist. We're still gonna be different, you know, nation uh, you know, native nations on this country, in my point of view, we're not gonna just, okay, well, the United States government is gone, we're gonna just get rid of our sovereignty, it's not gonna happen. You know, a lot of Canadian um, people in Canada have their own governments, And, but some people, some communities in in Mexico don't. So I think we have to talk about that, you know, um, because it's also eradicating the Mexican government, right? And the Canadian government. So, and then what does that look like, you know, when these communities decide for themselves what government is to them, what representation is to them? You know, I I don't think people, natives, in you know, north of the border should dictate, you know, these points of views to native people south of the border, you know, um, and then after, you know, we establish, you know, a non-capitalist, you know, a, a socialist communist government, you know, because I, I, I'm communist as well. If you listen to people listen to, co- to the podcast, that's the colonial, you know, how to, and then we can have harder conversations of, hey, yeah, there are people that, you know, um, have been Detached from their communities, maybe we can find a solution out. But you know, some people are jumping, jumping. You know, before you know, they're jumping too far ahead. You know, and they're making the things very about themselves. So I think you know, we should we you know, decolonization is a process, and you know, I think our sovereignty is important. And I don't know if that answers your question. I, I'm kind of starting to rant, so i want going to stop
1: no um it's it's a it's a pretty good response to what i said um i just wanted to make sure that i wasn't saying anything that was like against uh indigenous people or if i was like misinterpreting something
0: no you know i think there's another talking point here i brought up before we continue um yeah you shouldn't uh we shouldn't you shouldn't be paying people to to decolonize yourself 100% nobody should um it to me is really, it's really is it's these people are exploit or exploitation they are creating a narrative that fits their their their, their, their you know exploitation their, their exploitation they're exploiting people and when native people challenge these narratives they get mad and they just make stupid excuses like oh you know those native people are, are trying to be the decolonization police. And, you know, I have a response to that. My response is, you know, comparing native people, they're critiquing really nasty behaviors, uh, especially exploiting our, our indigeneity to police. is disgusting. You know, compare the native people to the seller state police. is just the, the, the most disgusting thing you can do right but there's people that do it they're like oh they're trying to be the decolonial police but you know i can just turn around and say hey you're just exploiter you know you're using capitalism to exploit you know people and their ignorance on indigeneity you know it's really easy for people to to accept their messages because it's a very vague very simple message you know and when native people come about and you know give these critiques it's a lot harder this is more in depth, and people are like, "Oh man, I, there's more stuff I have to learn. I don't know if I can accept that." This this other thing I heard from this person that's selling me stuff, it seems so much easier. But that easy answer is most likely not the the, the best one, right? Yeah. So
1: and if decolonization is like the eradication of the United States government, then like taking a class on how to decolonize yourself for money and like all they're teaching you is like oh well you should grow corn and you should you know use these herbs. <laughs> like you know like that's not it like that's not a, what a decolonization and if people read decolonizing so, I mean, like
0: yeah go ahead sorry
1: no i'm just saying that like that's not it you're getting you're getting fooled like you should be mad at that person because yeah
0: they're not they're
1: not helping you they're not helping you dismantle the government and if they are serious about dismantling the government, they wouldn't want the government's money. for.
0: It. <laughs> it's wild because, you know, a lot of these people, like they, they exploit, they charge people for these things. I remember when I lived there, you know, in San Antonio, um, I used to go and try to give like a history of, of federal Indian law, uh, you know, like lectures and decolonization not a metaphor. Were you there, one of them? I think you were there in one of them, right? And um, yeah. And I never charged people, man. And I, that was my time, you know, that I, I took, you know, and, and to teach people stuff. And I sometimes I would cook meals for these people. You know, like I, I, I never took a donation. I think the most somebody is get, somebody gave me a book to recommend and they gave me a book. But I was like, OK, cool. You know, and I read the book. It was a good book. And, you know, I think. Um, but like even this podcast. I don't have a Patreon. I don't, you know, I don't take donations. I don't, you know, have fundraisers for myself. I just, you know, I don't sell stuff. I also have t-shirts with a logo. The logo is copyrighted. So, you know, tough shit if you're trying to like <laughs> use it, you know, and, and that's the thing, like, um, and I, I spend money on on this equipment, on this audio equipment, on, on subscriptions for, you know, you know, uh, Video software and all this stuff. I never have taken one dollar for for this at all because I feel I feel oh. guilty for it. I feel guilty, and people tell me, and I and I get all stuff all the time, like notifications, like from YouTube or other st- other, you know, uh, Spotify. You could be making X amount of money because you have this this amount of listeners, you know, and I and I look at it, and I'm like, but I would feel guilty. You know me trying to make a commercial in the middle of you know the recording for some something that i just i don't feel right by it you know um so you know it's like a slap in the face it's like hey this is the podcast all about decolonization let's pick up (laughs) thank you (laughs) look you know i I get why you don't want to do it (laughs) you know and i understand people say stuff like you know, oh, but you know, I need to make a living, blah blah blah. But you know, at the same time, some of these people are giving disinformation. You're making a living by disinformation, by fooling people, by giving people false information. And to me, it's disgusting. You know, it's one thing if you if you're, you know if you know you're native, and you you're doing like hot shit, you know, podcast that's giving really good content out there. And yeah, yeah, fine, whatever, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that's all you. It's not me, but. People that don't know their native, and then they are selling stuff, you know, and to me, you know, making money like that and giving bad information—that's just that didn't stop. It one hundred percent, you know, and you know that's 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 them. The next point I want to make is, um, you know, if if you want to come on the podcast and ask questions, you can. It's no big deal. Um, You have to be people have to be really careful about who they surround. You know, there's people that are like making fake profiles or new profiles, I don't even know, right? And then they're attacking my podcast and they're attacking people that I don't agree with and saying it's me, it's not. Like I am super lazy when it comes to my podcast. I neglect my podcast Facebook, you know, the, the comments, Buffalo, Facebook, I rarely post on there and I keep beating myself up. I need to post on there, I need to post on there. And, you know, I neglect the YouTube, you know, that's why I turn off the, the comments on YouTube real quick because it was just, I just didn't want to deal with more things that were new notifications on my phone. I already have notifications from Instagram, and in Twitter and Facebook, you know, here and there. And, you know, all these other things, you know, personal stuff. I, I just don't want none of it. Like, so, like, you know, over my phone. So I just, you know, um, I don't know who this, these people are, you know, creating these weird accounts. I get accused of being somebody named Isabel. I don't even know who this I'm trying to figure out who this person is. I can't, you know, other people, some people I know who, who they are. You know, and uh, some people are real people, you know. Um, So my next, next topic is, you know, I know I'm probably the loudest person on social media talking about this, but I'm not the only person. There's a lot of natives out there. More natives are standing up against race shifters right, or or exploitation of indigeneity, I think, um, you know, it does not does that mean that I'm in these other profiles, you know, that's not my method. It, to me, it's just a waste of time. I, you know, I, I, I have stuff to do have a job. I can't, I don't want to deal with that, you know. Um, sometimes I don't even look at my podcast stuff for a while. So I will say that there is a number of, of Native people that do not want to talk about this publicly because they're trying to save face, but they agree. They contact me and they say, hey, yeah, man, like I agree with you, you know, but they're saving face and they have really big platforms, right? And right. I understand to a point, you know, I, I understand to a point that they're trying to save face and they don't want to like get dragged into this because they see me, but at the same time it, it's hard because like, you know, we need more people like standing up saying, hey, this is wrong, you know, and it's hard because, you know, it's just um, because, you know, they, they know they're going to get harassed. And I get stories like people pull me pri- privately, excuse me, <coughs> you know, they pull me privately and they, um they tell me their stories about harassment online in person that they get from talking about their critiques of chicanismo or critiques you know all this exploitation all this really weird stuff they see online so you know I think we need to just you know conduct our online behavior a little better you know and I think we this is why I don't call people out. I don't I talk about the issues but I don't call people out because i think it's not productive you know other than caleb maupin he's a piece of shit but you know i think (laughs) (laughs) but but you know that that's the thing that's the thing but when it comes to when when it comes to this like i i i think talking about the systemic issues um you know are you know it's more important than than calling people out like this is a weird internet culture that's just like really toxic and it's like starting to lose credibility because like just people are just abusing it you know and i and i wish people would just talk to each other instead of coming to the podcast talking making assumptions you know like i said you can come on the podcast we can do a 15 minute thing the end you know we wouldn't even call it an episode we call it like a short you know so i think um you know, we just, just be chill about it, man.
1: Debate bros are a thing now, man. Like everybody wants to debate. Like I've seen literal conversations where like people are like, What do you want to talk about this? All right, well, I'm gonna take this position and you take that position. and then like they argue. <laughs> like, like that's what they like to do, man.
0: We don't even have the debate. That's the know. thing. Like we can we can just have a conversation like we're having now. Right? We don't have to we don't have to be like you're fucking wrong, I fucking won. Who cares? Like, you know, I wish people that disagree will come on and, and talk about this. And I feel like th- it's it's telling. It's telling that people would rather make um condescending comments on the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, wherever, right? And never want to come on as a guest to ask questions. It's telling, right? And I had people that, that were going to come on that disagreed, but their friends said, don't come on, you're, you're going to look stupid, you know? And I was just like, let the person look stupid, you know what I'm saying? That's a, the that's a point of this, right? That's the point of all of this, like, you know, like to show people that maybe sometimes their talking points are really bad, you know? And they, you know, they didn't come on. And there's a, quite a few people that have come on the podcast that dis- I disagreed with. Um, I just don't want to say their names. But I disagree with him heavily. And we had a good conversation, you know, and it's fine, you know?
1: I mean, it's all from love. I mean, I don't think you would like dunk on people, but I mean, like, you would let them say what they were going to say and then you would explain. And if they take it well, then great. If not, then, you know, whatever. But I mean, like, I don't think that you would ever have the attention of just like,
0: no, that's a waste of my time. Yeah. No, that's not my thing. I'm not trying to make people, you know, I know I've said earlier that, you know, let them look stupid, but, you know, that's there's some people that say some really stupid shit, but there's people that came on I highly disagreed with and it came out to be a good conversation. Like, I'm not kind of, you don't let people choose what they want, what they want the outcome of the episode, you know? So I think, um, I hope people realize that, you know it's you know just have a conversation man you know let's have a conversation you know i i'm not these comments don't really bother me i just block people i'm having block parties i'm you know i'm totally chill you know <laughs> and, and it's and it's that's what it is so um you know people will oh Next thing, people will start making up stories about me too, like weird biography stuff, like I wasn't raised around Comanches or I just found out because of DNA tests. All these like weird stuff, right, about myself that was like non-true or based on like some fucking rumor that is not true, right? And or people talking about turning a dunk on me, say, oh, you know, he's blood quantum slow, all these weird Settler fucking bullshit, you know, like, um,
1: yeah, I think I saw something where
0: someone tried to say that, like, oh, look at him, he's only 132nd or some shit. That's I'm not like, even true, yeah, that's not even true. And I was just like, what the, fuck <laughs> you know, like, and it's it to me shows, I like, like, are you like, are you like going through this trash to find like a strand of his hair so, like, yeah, like a fucking crazy. raccoon or something yeah man and this is like <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing It's that's the thing is funny because uh if they would just talk to me and ask me like hey i heard this and i would respond right and, but they don't they rather just say hey he's like crazy low blood quantum or he's not even enrolled. Somebody accused me of being, not even Native, they accused me of being a Black person. I was like, what? Like, where are you getting this? You know, like, and it's yeah, it's really...
1: some random person say that you weren't Western?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't a Western person. I was from, like, some other, like, Asian country. And I was like, what? It's, to, me, it's, yeah. to me, it's really odd, you know, hearing this stuff. And pe- I wish people would, you know, um, just c- talk, contact me you know, talk to me. I, it's not that hard to have a conversation with me. You know, I think um, I'm here to like dispel, you know, the the, the bullshit that's around uh, native sovereignty, the decolonization, indigeneity, you know, to build better community. I do think, you know, eventually, native people are gonna have to address, you know, the lost people in Mexico, the lost people, the people that don't have, you know, quote unquote, detribalized. But, you know, not everybody in Mexico is detribalized and not, you know, it's not a huge number and people shouldn't assume, you know, they shouldn't just pick up whatever language and cultures. No, if you can't figure it, you know, if you can't figure it out, you can't find, you know, like the the communities that do know, that do have community, their voices come first, 100%. Right? And, yeah, and I mean, like, there's, there's white people in
1: Mexico. Like, I mean, my family are white Mexicans. Like. <laughs> You know, not everybody is, it's not a monolith. I hate it when people talk
0: about Mexico as a monolith. Yeah, and but that's the on. thing. And that's the thing, you know, th- these people are like, they, they put themselves and they put these, these you know, it's like this, like, uh, saviorisms, like, you know, they, they, they're they going to find out they're indigenous and then they're going to lead indigenous people towards decolonization because they know more than indigenous people. It's like, oh, stop. You know, like, it's it's, it's really disgusting. Just Hold the fuck up, you know? And I'm not I'm not tolerating that. You know, and I think if you're if you are trying to connect, reconnect fine. If you found out your 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 community, cool, man, like go connect. But there's people who have been doing this work for decades, longer, longer than me, longer than some people, you know, and they maybe you should hear them out, right? Read native scholars that challenge these narratives, and then you will see yourself why they do. Right? Yeah, and one of the
1: wrong things that you don't want to do, and in, in, correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't want to, like, start your own group and then, like, take ceremonies from other cultures and, like, try to reconnect that way. Like, I kind of think that's awful.
0: <laughs> no, that's really fucked up, and that's what people are doing. They're starting their own little, like, ceremonial groups and nitpicking, like, oh, I'm going to take from this, you know, this community in that community, I'm gonna say Washishu because it's convenient, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to and all this really weird stuff, you know, that they say and do, I think that's wrong. Like if you don't if you don't know your community, then don't, don't, don't misappropriate culture or identity. If you do know your community, seek guidance from your community, from those things, you know what I'm saying from the culture and language yeah. and, and all this other stuff, you know, but don't don't just think that we we are one people and we all share culture and all our cultures the same it's not very different hundreds of cultures hundreds of languages you know and many different tribal governments you know you can't just pick and choose you know and i think um you know people organization has made people even even white people even you know you know they strip black people from their their original communities and you know and you know white people some sometimes they don't even know what type of european they are and they strip people of their identities for this nationalism like americanism mexicanisms and then the and then, you know with ancestry tests they want to figure out to have community but these tests are not the way to do man so you should read kim Tauber's Native American DNA, they're not the way to find community, you know. You know, you can, you can have a community, it's your family, you know, and you shouldn't force them to, you shouldn't shove these things down their throat either. There's a lot of people that say, you know, oh, my family says that we're not indigenous, but I, I keep pushing in on them. And I see, I see these videos, so these TikToks or these like other Instagrams, they're like people are like shoving this, these things down their family's throats. And it's just like your family's about we're not native. And it's just like if your family's telling you that. Why would you continue to promote? Why would you continue? That's weird, you know. But they 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 want to make it happen. They want their family to say, "Okay, I guess we are." And so they can say, "Look, my family says it." And it's just like, "Yo, like you can't do that." That's weird, you know.
1: It's and- like the the meme where it's like the meme where like it's a white person and they have like a DNA test in their hand that says they're like. Eight percent African, and like they're trying to talk at like the NAACP or something. It's like no, like it doesn't work that way. No, yeah, it doesn't. It like doesn't. The DNA test doesn't mean all of a sudden that you understand the the African American experience or what it means to be in the Black diaspora. Like you need to sit the fuck down. No, like,
0: yeah, I, th- I think I think it's, there's a lot of fetishizing too, man. You know, first off, you know, there's, there's too much to that, too, like the seller moved to innocence, you know, they, don't, they want to be like, look, I part, you know, this up from this, you know, uh, colonized group, but this, you know, this person of color group, and then so I'm not, I'm not 100%, you know, white seller, so I'm, I, you know, you can't tell me about, you can't call me a seller, as well the purpose of these, you know, ancestry tests to wash away their innocence, to wash away their their sins from, you know, to be innocent. It's it's called move to innocence. You know, read uh, the conversation is not a metaphor again, you know, and I think the other part (laughs) of it is fetishizing. Yeah, fetishizing our our identities, you know, saying, oh, I'm native, I'm native, I'm native, I'm I'm Aztec or, you know, I want to learn Nahua. But it's like, again, that's anti-black. You're ignoring black history in Mexico. Not everybody in Mexico is, is indigenous, you know, you're also ignoring Mexico's uh, uh, immigration policy, you know, excuse me, you know, so I, um, I just hope people that, you know, they, I just hope that, you know, uh, take a, you know, a critical look at, at the stuff they see online, that's the purpose of this, you know, and you know there's a bunch of new new followers you know probably new listeners i hope they you know just really be careful what they see online you know and i try to be to bring the most integrity to this podcast you know i i i try to bring people that i i disagree with sometimes and and like i said i haven't had a bad interview so um I just think with the
1: indigenous people still coming up like a lot of non uh non indigenous like shows are wanting to do like indigenous uh politics- topics and I just like messaged a few of the people that I know I'm just like man just like really do your research about who you bring up
0: <laughs>
1: you don't wanna you yeah, don't and wanna that's the thing the, the next for those all on you know
0: exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's hard because, um, you know, the internet with colonization and capitalism has brought up this like culture of like saviorism, like they want to be, everyone wants to be the next superstar, right? They want to be the one person, the one voice and money and fame and all this stuff. And, you know, and when you're that high up, you can't really say stuff that we can say when it comes to you know indigeneity decolonization and you know because you know it's stupid you know you're you're not you can't so everybody's trying to have these big platforms and use the algorithms and you know and they they avoid these conversations and i'm not here to avoid these conversations i want to have them i want to have these hard conversations you know so you know i always tell people who you who are you going to trust on, on your, your your you know listening to content somebody that doesn't you know doesn't know what community they're from that thinks they're indigenous maybe because of a phenotype you know that's exploiting people you know um for money they're using people in these in these really shallow talking points for money or me somebody that's been part of the community forever you know and that has an uh, indigenous people's law degree Right, so it's like I have a law degree in native law, so who who are you going to trust right on these opinions? It's really hard it's it's really the hard thing to say, but you know you know, I don't know it, it's and I, and I don't want to yeah, call I people mean, out, but I, I don't want to call people out, but you know it, it's you shouldn't even have to qualify yourself like that. I mean, like you're a command chief.
1: like I mean, yeah. Everybody knows what a Comanche is. Like I I hear a lot of people who be like, you know, I'm tapalam, I'm stuff like that. I'm like, well, like I would need to Google that to know what it is. But I mean like if you say you're a Comanche, like everybody knows what a Comanche is. Like Yeah, I
0: don't want to talk about that should automatically <laughs>
1: That that should automatically like give you some sort of credibility on indigenous. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And you know, like I you can call the Comanche Nation and be like, "Hey, is this person a Comanche?" They're like, "Yep," and they're like, "Okay." <laughs> like you know, like that—that should be as far as it goes. Like, I don't—I didn't mean to bring up the uh, the nonprofit people.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, I, I don't want so to. I'm just yeah. saying
1: that, like, yeah, but uh, but yeah, like, you shouldn't even have to be like, "I have an indigenous law degree." Just, I mean, like, people need to. Uh, just learn from indigenous people and like there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there that's misinformation and you just gotta check your source i mean no nobody says that you can't like make a phone call and like do a little research on somebody like just
0: yeah even make even, sure you're not getting lied to it's yeah
1: if you're
0: paying money for it <laughs> like, yeah, so even even right now, while we were talking, there's people making comments, and it's just like uh you know that this is a over oversimplification of indigeneity, first off, it's a tweet, I can't write essays on on a tweet, you know, like it's <laughs> like comments has different tactics, like like I understand that you know like it's it's you listen to that podcast. OK, like before you come on the podcast and make these like assumptions and people are telling me their life stories in the comments, and then, you know. So no,
1: I saw that. Sometimes. Oh, my it God. Like, oh, it's, it's so, so bad. It's, it's just. Serious. Yeah,
0: it's,
1: it's so. He's trying to say that, like, this is a long, complicated conversation. Like you can't. Yeah, you can't necessarily have it over. No, know? even what we're okay. having now.
0: Yeah, you can't, and and that's the yeah. thing. So people just they don't listen to stuff. They this is what I think people are just like they just want to research to what's convenient for them, and it's really like lazy academia. If if we, we if we want to even want to call it call it that, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's the thing where these people making these like telling me they're telling me their life stories on on comments, and it's. When I talk about detribalized people, I'm talking about people that don't know their native. If you know your native, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. Like I don't understand oh. why people get so like, oh, I'm I know I know I'm native, but I just, you know, like I, I don't know my culture or language. That's fine. I'm not talking about you. Like I don't know why are you please listen to the podcast, you know, I'm trying not to get mad right now, but I'm not talking about you. Like I, I'm not, I tell people this all the time. I'm not talking about you. You are misreading that tweet. Or, you know, you are, you know, um, misunderstanding, uh, you know, so I think I'm going to end it here. Yeah, it's like go, it. go ahead. No,
1: I'm just saying they want you to like explain things to them, but I mean like to explain it is a long drawn out process. Like, you know, you just, there's no, there's
0: no soundbite
1: version of this type of shit. You know I mean? No,
0: there isn't. There isn't. And, I, and when, <laughs> when I recommend episodes for people, they'll listen to like half an episode. They'll be like, hey, I'm halfway through this episode. And it's just like, how about you listen to like the 15 episodes I talk about this before you come at me, where I, I, I tell people, if you're native, if you know you're native and you just don't know your language or culture, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. Because obviously, you know, language right. and language and culture was, was stripped. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to people that don't know at all. Right? At all. And just want to be like, I think I'm Native because I'm brown. I don't know. And it's just like, no, that's not how it works. That's, you know, that that's, you know. So I think, um, a recap, if you're new to the podcast, you know, I'm sorry I'm stuttering. I'm kind of like tired it's early in the morning um but welcome to uh don't assume stuff about the podcast uh, you know listen to it before you have questions and if you have questions I'm actually happy to answer them and if I have answered or spoken about these topics um already then I'm just going to give you the episode to listen to because I cannot be answering the same question over and over again I refuse right so I'm going to give you the episode and if you don't want to listen to it that's you if you want to listen to it that's good and if you have questions after I, I'm then I'm more happy to answer it I'm more than happy right three uh don't come out the podcast super aggressive I'm not going to respond to that I'll just block um, even if you agree, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to block. If you, I don't, you know, be, come at me super aggressive, uh, that, that goes with the last one. Don't assume if you come on the podcast, making as aggressive assumptions about, you know, point of view, you know, that's, I'm sorry for you. You know, maybe you should just take your time to listen to the podcast. I don't know. Three, um, Be careful of people who's online, online, man, like people are trying to sell you content. know to give you classes that when these people themselves have like have admitted they don't know if they're native you know if anybody's charging you for decolonization to to decolonize yourself that's they're they're playing you you're getting played don't do it right don't just don't waste your money you have bills to pay the economy's really shitty you know we have covid you don't need to be paying somebody two hundred dollars For for decolonizing yourself. That sounds fucking stupid. Right. I think, um, you know, you have the next point is you have to understand that um, you have to read and listen to native scholars that have these critiques. Because if you don't, then all you're doing is listening to people that are silencing native critiques. So maybe you should listen to native scholars. Or native, it's native people in general. You don't, it, they don't even have to be scholars. It's native people in general, native people have been talking about this, you, you know, for for decades. So just listen to native people and their critiques on uh, indigeneity and, and community and and what what they think about de and all this stuff, you know. And if, if people are telling you not to listen to native people, I would question those people, one hundred percent, you know. Okay. And um, I don't know. Did I miss anything? I think you covered everything. I'm just, I mean, don't be afraid to
1: ask questions. Like, if somebody says they're part of an indigenous nation, like, I mean, and like, just uh, do a little research. I mean, before, it, like, especially if someone is trying, like, if someone is trying to charge you money to learn how to be like, it's automatically a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, maybe. Maybe do a little bit of research into the, who who that person is. I agree because I mean, like that kind of that kind of stuff is uh, it's it's warranted. I mean, like if uh, you're selling, like I mean, there was a whole article about uh, this art gallery or something where someone was uh, claiming to be an indigenous artist, and it turned out that they weren't, and like they were selling all this art as like indigenous art, and it was like a big deal. Like I mean, like you have to, you can't just take people's word for it, especially like when money is involved, <laughs> that's
0: all. No, that, if that was in the US, then that's against the law. Selling native art when you're not native is a federal crime, right? So yeah, yeah. it's it's wild that people would even pull that stunt. And you know, uh, but yeah, so anybody listening, you know, it's be chill. What's that, Bill and Ted, be good to each other, whatever, you know, be good to each other. And you know, uh, just you know, if you have questions, hit me up. I'm being redundant at this point. Have a good day. You know, thank you, Matt, for coming on. Matt's a good friend of mine. He's seen me go through this stuff for half a decade now, <laughs> so so I, I I appreciate him. Thank you. Yeah, peace and solidarity, brother.